Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I live in a baddish kind of neighborhood. You know, nothing too bad goes on, but there are definitely some weird, slimy things going on. This is like a story in progress, maybe? I don't know yet, but let's get to the story. My house is next to others like most neighborhoods. I have a house on both sides of me. One is my friend's aunt, and the other is this family of, I think, five or six. I don't know. I see plenty of people come and go from there. Well, one day I, my dad, came to pick me up from my girlfriend's house, and on the way back he told me that my neighbor, I don't know his name, but we'll call him Greg. So he told me he's seen Greg coming into our backyard through this, like, woodsy separation between our two houses. The creepy thing is, is that my dad's girly friend's daughter was in the backyard by herself. My dad told me he was watching her through the window while doing dishes and then look up to check on her and he sees Greg crossing the woodsy separation right where she was. He went out there and asked him what's up and Greg responded, Oh, I seen her out here alone. I was just going to ask her if she was okay. Blah, blah, blah. 
My dad tells me to keep an eye out for anything odd cause Greg does seem kind of creepy. I've never seen him with a shirt on and I think I've only seen him leave his house like twice both times with no shirt on. But I'm not quick to judge, maybe he was being a good guy and was concerned. So a couple weeks go by after my dad telling me to watch out and says he's seen him at the gas station by our house and he said hey and made some small talk. My dad told Greg that he straight up didn't like him near the house. My dad also told Greg that if he ever comes by the house when no adult is around because I babysit my dad's girlfriend's daughter and my little brother that I may know where the pistol is and I earned a black belt in karate I have and that he better not mess with us. I thought what my dad did was a bit harsh, but I trust my dad's judgment and I keep an eye out. Nothing too weird, but if I see him I'll make sure he's a safe distance away, but whatever. Well today, August 28, 2020, I was playing basketball around 8pm. So it wasn't too dark to not play, but it was pretty dark. But since I play on the street he can see me right through his window if the blinds are open. And guess what? The blinds are wide open and he's looking right at me. We make eye contact, and he turns away quickly acting like I didn't just see him watching me. But I keep playing to see if he does it again, and sure enough I see him staring at me, like WTF. Anyways, I'm not sure whether to tell my dad or what because I could be exaggerating it, but I could have swore he was looking dead at me. I will write an update post if anything happens, but for now we shall wait. Okay, so this just happened and I'm still freaked out. If I'm overreacting, please let me know, but I'm still shaking typing this. I live in a small, small, small town. I'm a psalm with a 10-month-old son and I frequently go on runs through town, go to the park, go to the library, or just go on long walks to get us out of the house. Never had any issues other than making friends with neighborhood dogs that I can't take home. Now we have four sets of neighbors. Two are normal, we know one family well, and the other we simply wave every now and then, but the other two seem to have substance abuse issues, and we've had problems before, but never with this guy I'm talking about in particular. One of those neighbors with the substance abuse problems has an adult son who lives with them, and doesn't seem to have a job since he is home most of the time. Ever since we moved here, he has had a staring problem like watching me garden or play with my dogs or really anything. I pretty much have ignored it and tried not to freak out about it, because maybe he just has a mental illness or something, and he's never approached me. Today my son and I went to the library and the park. On the way there I noticed him standing next to a truck in a parking lot connected to the sidewalk we were on. He and the person in the truck were talking and looking at me as I walked past. I didn't catch anything they said but I got this really, really uncomfortable feeling with how the situation felt and got to the library as fast as I could so more people would be around. I calmed down, told myself I was being silly, and got some more books. After that we went to play at the park for a bit, and noticed them still in the parking lot staring over at the park. After spending as much time as humanly possible at the park with my baby, I finally bit the bullet and started off home. I was there maybe 45 minutes total, Here's where I started to feel the chaste feeling. I had to walk past them again. As soon as I passed them, the guy started walking after me. He had a coat on with the hood up, it's 70 degrees here today, and was walking with his hands in his pockets and head down. I felt sick to my stomach, 
but I kept telling myself that I was being paranoid and that I was terrible for judging him and I needed to chill out. I got to the railroad tracks I have to cross and had to wait for a school bus to pass and during that time he got much closer. I could feel my heart in my throat at this point because once I cross the tracks it isn't a busy area anymore, strictly residential, and I didn't see anyone else out and about. I purposely went one road too far over so I could see the road I usually walked down and turned and waited. I saw him come down the street, look up, stop, look around, and then slowly start walking again once he saw me walking parallel to him on the street over from him. When I slowed down, he slowed down. I stopped, turned around, and went back to the road. I usually go down so that I was now behind him. He kept walking really slow, and when he saw that I was no longer next to him on that street, or he could have been checking for cars on a very non-busy, half-gravel road, he walked through the alley which is really just the grassy area between our yard and our neighbor's yard into his yard. I call my husband because I'm uncomfortable. I ask him to just stay on the phone with me while I get into our house, and when I turn to back step into our side door with my son's stroller, I see him staring at me from the corner of their yard talking on his phone. After standing around in his yard for maybe three minutes, he walks back into town without his hood on. I've tried to be understanding of the staring, but that situation really freaked me out. Maybe I'm looking into things, maybe previous abusive situations I've been in have made me paranoid, I don't know. But I don't like how he made me feel, and I'm now carrying a pocket knife with me when I go on my walks and runs. Edit or update. I spoke with my neighbors who confirmed the suspicions of mental illness they know his family because again, small town, although I am not aware of the type severity of it. I really hope he gets help and this doesn't continue any further. Later on that day, once my husband was home, we were outside gardening, and he came out to watch us for a little bit, but since he was still in his yard, we couldn't do anything about it. I'm not the best storyteller, so bear with me. I was a college student female who lived right off campus in a duplex-type house. The house was split into an upper space where me and two other girls lived, and lower space where two guys lived. In the summer, my mom and grandma came to help me move my stuff into the house, and the guys below me came up to introduce themselves. One of them was very nice and offered for us to use their Wi-Fi until we got our own. I could tell from the get-go the other guy was socially awkward. I don't know if he had any disorders like autism. I learned he was not a student, but just living near the college for some reason. Once I moved most of my stuff into the house, I went back to my hometown with my mom and grandma until the semester started. Two days into the fall semester, I was at work while my roommates were at home. The socially awkward kid knocked on our door and asked if he could do a load of laundry at our place since his washer wasn't working. My roommates were reluctant to let him in, but eventually agreed while being cautious. My roommate told him that once he put his stuff in the wash, he could go home and she would come get him when it was done. He left and came back about 20 minutes later when the wash normally takes about 40 minutes and basically let himself in the house when she opened the door. Both of my roommates were slightly nervous at this point and sat in the living room with him while they waited for his wash to be done. This is where it gets weird. At first, they were having normal conversation, but then he started asking about their schedules. Like, do you work? When are your classes? Do you like to work out? When would you usually go to work out? 
My roommates gave short, non-detailed answers or tried to change the conversation. His wash finally finished and since my roommates were freaked out, they told him they had to go to their sorority chapter and that he could let himself out after he gets his laundry. The girls go upstairs to their rooms to grab their belongings and come out to the hallway to see him upstairs trying to open a spare bedroom door that was locked. My roommates scream and he runs out of the house. My roommates immediately went to the police station and they couldn't really do anything since they had let him in the house. They said he was probably trying to steal from us, but we had very minimal things in the house since we had all just moved in. We didn't even have a TV at that point. We never spoke to him again after that, but we would often see him lingering around, walking around the house, sitting by himself, staring off into the distance, just doing really off-putting stuff. Like he would literally stare at nothing for a good hour. It was the weirdest shit. I don't know what his intentions were, but it scared the shit out of us for sir. Oh, and by the way, my phone had died while I was at work, so I came home to my roommates gone and didn't realize what had happened until my phone was charged. Growing up, we lived across the street from another family that we became close friends with. I was about 15 at the time and I had a crush on their younger son, so I was over there a lot. His dad would always invite my sister and I over and we'd pretty much just hang out. Eventually, I would babysit the older sister's daughter, so I was over there a lot more. There would be times when we would be outside riding bikes or what have you, and we'd notice someone watching us through their kitchen window. Never thought anything of it since the window was in front of their house and our house faced theirs. Then the invites from my crush's dad started to come in. Movies, hiking, trips into the city, amusement parks, college plays, concerts, and he'd always pay. It was always my sister, a few girlfriends, and myself alone with this guy. At the time, we never thought anything of it. We were neighbors. There was one night where my sister and I were staying at our girlfriend's house a few blocks away. It was about 2 a.m. and we got the brilliant idea to play Truth or Dare. My girlfriend and I of course chose Dare, and we were dared to run down the street topless. Their house wasn't located in an area where we would have to worry about being caught or seen. We work up the courage to finally go for it, and we all go outside and wouldn't you know it. My crush's dad, our neighbor, was parked across the street. The topless running never happened. I will never forget his face when he realized that we noticed him. We approached him a little off guard and asked why he was there. He said he was just out going for a drive, but danced around the question of how he knew we were all there. After that, so many things started to fall into place about how he was with us. After that night, we started to keep our distance from him. I stopped seeing his son and eventually stopped babysitting. To this day, I still think, holy F, at any time he could have assaulted us. As much as I try to forget about the night we busted him stalking us, I can't. I can't even shake the possibility of him jerking one out as we were outside. Now that we're older and my sister and I look back on it, all we can think is, why didn't we realize any of that sooner? A lot of what it's and why's. He still lives in the same house, but my family have all recently relocated out of state. When I was eight, something strange happened to me, but I can't remember all the details very well. I'm female and I used to live in a condo in Montana at that time. We all shared a backyard and were friends with our neighbors. 
In December, there were big piles of snow about five feet tall next to our driveway from shoveling, and I had fun sledding down those snowy hills. In our old neighborhood, there were a bunch of kids, mostly between five and ten years old, except for one older kid named Robin, not his real name, for privacy. Robin was fourteen, way older than the rest of us. He didn't come outside much, but when he did, I noticed he was really aggressive and mean to all the younger kids. He would slam into kids and even make fun of them for not being strong. I didn't see him much because, as I said before, he didn't come out of his house much, so I didn't really talk to him a lot. Robin was okay with me, but not so nice to the boys in our neighborhood. Because he was older, he kind of thought he was better than us, if that makes sense, sort of like the leader. He acted like he was better than everyone. I didn't like bumping into him much, but one night I stayed outside later than usual, building an igloo with all the snow from the driveway. I was trying to knock the ice off the gutters when I saw him coming towards me. I was a bit annoyed because I was outside at night just to be by myself, but I didn't make a big deal out of it. Soon he came up and started talking. He showed me how to knock the ice off. I said thanks, grabbed my sled, and showed him my snowy hill. I don't exactly remember how we got to this topic, but he started talking about random stuff he did, like kissing girls and other things, even in school bathrooms with other people. It made me feel weird, but I just kept sledding down the hill and listening. Then he went behind the little hill where I slid down. He started walking around and said, Hey, I have a question. But before I could answer, he quickly said, Actually, never mind. For some reason, I didn't think it was strange, and it makes me want to slap myself now when I think about it, but I still asked, No, tell me. He kept going in circles for almost a minute, saying he couldn't or it was too dirty for me. Then he finally said, Okay, fine. I was going to say, let's play a game of rock-paper-scissors. If I win, we have to kiss, but if you win, we don't have to unless you want to. I got really scared because he was twice my age. I just sat there feeling shocked for what seemed like a long time, but was actually only three seconds. Thankfully, I came up with an idea and said, Wait, hold on, I have to get something. I jumped up and ran to my door. I closed it a bit and sat there for about ten seconds, not sure what to do. I didn't feel safe outside anymore, so I went back out and told him I had to go inside because my mom said it was too late, even though that wasn't true. Surprisingly, he just said, okay, and we said goodbye. I went inside and sat near my mom, who was working on her computer. Now I feel anxious, which makes this situation even harder. At first, I thought if I told my mom, I might get in trouble for asking him about what he said. But after sitting there for a while, I decided I should tell her. I can't keep things to myself because I talk a lot. I thought she'd yell at me and get mad but she just turned to me with a worried look and seemed very surprised. That made me feel better because I was really scared. In the next few days, I had to talk to some police officers about it. He moved a few months later, and I'm sure it was to start fresh and get away from problems. I get why this might not seem scary to others, but it was really scary for me as an eight-year-old with anxiety. Plus, I always felt uneasy around him as his presence was uncomfortable from the beginning. I'm sorry I can't remember all the details well because it happened a long time ago, but parents, please listen to your child if they say something like this, and always be careful about who you talk to.
my neighbor across the hall. I kind of feel like I'm the kid in one of those movies where the kid knows something's going on, but has literally no proof so nobody's taking them seriously. At first I thought he had OCD, and it was ritual for him to try the door three times after locking it. Our apartment doors only come with deadbolts when leaving. But then I'd hear his door being tried despite being locked at completely random times. I've looked through the peephole only to see his door is closed, and he's nowhere to be seen, but they're still pulling on the door like someone's trying to open it despite being locked. We only ever see him in passing, and the few times I've said hello he never says it back and starts hurrying to get into his apartment. While his door's been open there's no furniture at all, none. But he's got stuff blocking the windows to avoid letting light in, and I hear the noises all the time. 2 a.m. noises. 10 a.m. noises. 3 p.m. noises. No rhyme or reason to the noises. I would not be surprised if it turned out he's holding someone prisoner in his apartment or something. I've had a murderer, a gang member, and a house of what I suspect were drug dealers in my neighborhood. The drug dealers weren't so bad. It was just weird seeing their transactions at 2 a.m. The worst thing about them was their mean-ass dog. He was aggressive to the point of running up into my garage to intimidate my dad. The murderer I never interacted with. He lived down the street. He and a friend attempted to rob someone via Craigslist and it went sideways. They killed a guy over a car. The night it happened there were loud bangs at around 11.30. Turns out the police tracked them down and we were hearing them throwing flashbangs so they could get him. The gang member was in some motorcycle gang. My family actually knew him and his family fairly well. My dad was friendly with him, going off the assumption that being almost friends would keep us safe. And also they had nice, adorable dogs. But the police were at that house probably three times a month. The family moved out suddenly when the guy was hospitalized from an accident. And this is a standard middle-class neighborhood. We are by no means in a bad part of town. Well, except for those three houses. It was Christmas Day circa 2020-ish. As in tradition, it was the yearly Christmas snowstorm, so we stayed home. I live in an okay part of a city east of Cleveland in an apartment at the time. We hear a frantic banging on the door and other neighbors' doors. There was a male mid-20 to 30s saying someone had a gun was looking to s assault and shoot a white woman on our floor. We were the only white people on our floor for context. No one answered their doors or anything. But the crazed guy said he would be back in case the rapist comes. I thought he was already outside the door. I saw him another time standing outside my neighbor's door a couple months later, and he was asking who lived there, and I told him just some people I don't know and I lived alone and shut my door. It was the last time I saw him, but I will always remember knowing that guy wanted someone to unlock their door so he could get in to do something horrible. Or he was on crack, lots of crackheads out here in Ohio. I was the creepy neighbor. I was 15 and sick and tired of my neighbors constantly waking me up in the middle of the night with their semi-trucks. I decided to stare at them, day in and day out. Wherever they were, there I was. I would creepy stare at them as I walked to school and home. They never complained about me and stopped idling their semi in the middle of the night. 
I guess my experiment was a success. When I was about 10, this guy used to pee into the flower bed in his front yard every morning right after his wife left for work, probably about 6.30ish in the morning. My mom left for work around 7 and would always see him doing it out of our front room window. The whole family called him the peeing in the yard guy. Different neighbor wanted to kill our cat. It was an elderly lady who absolutely hated our cat, which we occasionally let outdoors. She set up a line of tuna cans leading from the border between our yards into her backyard, straight into a cat trap. After a period of about a day where the cat didn't return, we were getting a little worried until my dad was out doing yard work and heard really pained, weak meowing from the old lady's yard. He climbed on top of the fence to see our cat in the trap and goes to talk to her about it, furious. She refused to let her out until my dad threatened to call the police, saying that he was lucky he found her in there before she did, and that the next time she caught the cat in her yard, it was being taken to the pound to be put to Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com He did call the police after that, but they didn't do anything. Cat stayed indoors 247 following that interaction. TL doctor, dude pees in his front yard every day at the same time. Old lady lures our cat into her yard and threatens to have her killed. The guy currently next door. I was watching his cats while he and his wife were away and on my way out one day noticed the electronic picture frame and waited for the next pic to show. It was a picture of a plaid bikini top from just under the boobs to the bottom of her chin. 
Then I realized it was my checkered bikini top. I deleted that pic right there and then. His wife left him for another woman and I always keep the blinds closed on his side of my house. There used to be an old lady who lived in the apartment above mine when I was like 12, 13. She would constantly tell me that she personally knew Satan and her arms were covered in scars. Her bedroom was right above mine and sometimes at night I could hear her chanting or some shit. One night she started like screaming and shit. My mom called the cops. I saw them taking her away from my window and never saw her again. I'm 21 now and to this day thinking about her scares me a little. At my old apartment, the girl across the hall was dating this dude that would sit in the shared laundry room and drink all day while she was at work. It was a standard shared laundry room that had a washer and dryer and that was it. But I'd walk in there and he'd just be sitting on the dryer with a bottle of vodka. Nice enough guy, I guess. He would move if I asked him to. But I had enough when I had to start emptying out the bottles from the trash can in there, so it didn't stink like liquor. They ended up breaking up and he went to rehab, I think. But he showed up at her place one day, and she had to call the cops to drag him out of there. I remember just down my street near the curve there was a lady that lived in her house with a small dog. Nice green yard, freshly painted blue fence. Never paid much attention to her as a kid when does a kid ever think about the danger of things in their proximity. I was outside on a sunny day playing cops and robbers with a few mates, and then bam in under ten minutes two police cars pull around the corner to stop at the house. At that point I had no image in my head besides the idea of living in a jail cell for the rest of my life. She then proceeded to rant and scream about shootings and of a possible robbery. The situation was quickly diffused by the police who took a look at us and just left. But I never really understood the power of a nine-year-old's imagination until that day I even felt guilty. But yeah, lady had some issues and mum made it clear to never go near there again. I had a neighbor who lived two doors down who was a little weird. Nothing out of the ordinary, late forties, weird vibe kind of thing. He moved away, and then a few years later moved next door to me, with his parents after his marriage broke down. I'd often see him looking outside staring at me while I was taking the dog out on the garden or going out or whatever. The time that made me the most uncomfortable was, another time I was taking the dog on the garden, another neighbor was talking to him, and they started talking about me. I'd recently gone to my prom, so the other neighbor was basically saying, did you see Erin in her prom dress the other night? Yeah, I was watching out the window the whole time while her mum was taking her picture. She looked really nice. I figured they didn't know I was just on the other side of the hedge, but I looked towards the hedge out of the corner of my eye, and he was looking straight at me as he'd answered our other neighbor, and he'd realized I'd looked over. After that, virtually any time I left the house, rather than just look out of the window, He'd open the window and lean out of it and watch me. It's not that creepy, but I was 1A617 and my mom would often go away for days or weeks at a time, leaving me home alone and feeling constantly watched.
When my husband and I first moved in together, we were the first tenants of these new townhouses. We purposely chose a middle unit so the cost of heating and cooling would be lower. Our neighbors that moved in on each side of us sucked. On the left we had a couple that were always either fighting or making love. On the right we had people speaking in tongues constantly. We tried our hardest to avoid meeting either of them for a while. The Church of God people were by far the weirder ones. I was multiple times a day that we would hear them speaking in tongues. If they ever had an argument or anything went wrong, we could hear the husband telling his wife that it's happening because she's not as devout as she should be. We finally met them the day before we moved out. The guy was formerly a hairdresser in Florida, but quit his job and moved here because he wanted to be closer to Perry Stone and other Church of God people. Well, my husband is an electrician and he happened to be working on wiring up Perry Stone's new TV studio, which was next door to the townhouse. My husband told them that, and the guy got so excited and said he didn't know that was Perry Stone's new place. The next day my husband went to work, and the weirdo neighbor was in there volunteering to do any work they needed. My husband said he showed up every day until the job was completed. Edit. He also gave us a huge speech about how the end is near. When I was in grad school, I lived in a condo with mostly elderly people as neighbors. My next-door neighbor was literally a Holocaust survivor. But down at the other end of the building was this guy I literally called Creeper. He was a divorced father of two who worked for a delivery company. He was a ginger guy with a soft yet deep voice. I'm not sure he ever actually worked and was always either drunk or stoned. When I would walk my dog around the building at night, he would occasionally be sitting outside his back door without any lights on, just sitting. I'd be walking around the building and all of a sudden he'd say something and scare the shit out of me. He was also one of those gun owners who frequently talked about their paranoid delusions about how he hoped someone would try and break into his condo so he could shoot them. Something was very off with him. One of my current neighbors. He's a retired orthodontist who is... odd. My wife can hear him, she works at home walking around in his backyard on his cell phone, having conversations about they and them as in, that's what they want you to believe, and so on. His wife has left him a few times and then come back, and one time when she was leaving she was screaming at him from the driveway. I know what you're up to, John. I know what you're hiding. I know you don't want me to, but I'm going to tell everyone what I know. My wife and I get the sense that he's a doomsday prepper or something. There was this guy that lived around the corner from me. Seemingly normal guy had the most immaculate lawn in town. I would see him every weekend meticulously grooming his front lawn, and he was known in the area as the guy that's crazy over landscaping. Turns out the guy was also crazy over children. The guy was arrested for being a pedophile, had thousands of Polaroid pictures of underage boys stashed in the floorboards of his house and thousands more stored on his computer. Scary enough, only six months prior to his arrest, I was riding my bike home from a friend's house and passed him. He asked me if I could help him move a sleigh from his garage to the front lawn. 
Looking back on it, I'm thankful that I was a bigger 15-year-old kid and could have taken this guy because only God knows what would have happened if I was any smaller. I just found out two days ago that the man who lived two houses down from me growing up was recently arrested for making CP in his basement. He had a whole setup of cameras, etc., and was s assaulting little boys and uploading it online. He also had hundreds of other CP videos on his computer, so that was a shock. There was always this guy sitting in his car in the driveway at that house. Like every time I walked by as a kid, he was just sitting in there. But my mom said that was his brother. Not sure about that one. When I was three, I was jumping rope on my driveway. My neighbor didn't like me doing that, so he came over and tied me up with my jump rope. It was so tight I couldn't scream, but my dad finally walked outside the saw me, called the police. I don't think he was arrested, I just remember my dad yelling at him. After that, they started leaving chocolate balls near where we let our dog out. His wife was soon arrested for burning a kid in the sink while running an illegal daycare out of their garage. He was eventually arrested too for something else, but possible for tying me up. I was three so I'm no sure, I just remember watching them take him away in handcuffs from my other neighbor's window. This was 22 years ago, and I found out recently that the guy died of cancer not too long ago, and shortly afterwards his wife and son we both stabbed to death by his brother. The only one who is still alive is the daughter, and I think she was pretty normal. This was in an upper-middle-class gated community. Creeps are everywhere. Edit. So I found the news report on it. I didn't want to link to it because it has names, so I just cut it out and blanked out identifying info. But it's not so hard to find, so I don't really care that much. Apparently it was related to the tying. And apparently I hit him with it. Don't remember that. My old neighbor and his wife were weird. They would watch us through the windows with binoculars. How do we know? They told us. Other than that they weren't too creepy. Until years later they got divorced and he started stalking her. Just driving past her house hours on end. When I was in college I got a phone call about old creepy. One Friday evening some government cars, maybe D, raid his house and take all this shit, boxes and a computer and such. My parents told me he spent Saturday burning things all day. Sunday morning he goes down to the church his wife works at to murder her, shoots her point-blank in the pew. The other members of the congregation tried to stop him. While he threatened them, he didn't hurt anyone else. He just killed her and sat in his car until the police showed up. It was never disclosed why, but the theory was he was involved in distributing CP and had killed her in some attempt to silence her. house next to us has been occupied by two family assaulters and an Asian restaurateur who kept chunks of mystery meat drying on a lot of clothesline. One abuser took it out on his wife, ending in an incident on the front lawn that brought police intervention. The other was an Air Force sergeant who took it out on his two kids don't know about the wife. The girl compensated by eating. The boy played with matches until he set an adjacent vacant lot on fire and the fire department intervened. Oh, the mystery meat? Can't say, but we have prairie dogs in the neighborhood.
when I was a kid the school weirdo and his weird twin sister lived next to me. His family was all ginger and pretty inbred looking. We'd constantly hear shrieking from inside the house. The daughter would stand outside and scream at the neighbor's dogs to stop barking for like hours straight. Then she'd stroll her baby doll around the neighborhood keep in mind she was 15. A generally accepted rumor was that the twin son and daughter were messing each other on the reg. Last I saw of them, the parents had arranged a marriage between the daughter and some 40-year-old dude. Our current next-door neighbor, for sure. When we first moved in, after like six months, he had developed a bit of a crush on my mum. He is a single 45-ish man. One day we heard loads of banging from his garage, which was odd, he's usually silent. The banging carried on for a couple of days, and when it stopped he came round and asked for my mum when I answered the door. My mum came out to him, and he lead her into his garden where he showed her an outdoor elaborate birdhouse he had made for her. Now I want to add at this point that my mum Wasi's married with three kids. She told him that she couldn't accept his gift as she felt it would be inappropriate, but it was a lovely sentiment. He has got her other smaller gifts over time and is pretty lecherous around my mum, but he seems pretty harmless and my dad can handle himself and sleeps with a meat cleaver under the bed so I think we'll be fine. My current neighbor is either insane or on drugs. He sits in his front yard all day blaring salsa music and screaming at the top of his lungs in gibberish. Every now and then he'll randomly walk into our house. We've caught him several times in our living room just standing there and looking around. We're not the only one he does this to. He never steals anything, though. Not too long ago he went into our neighbor's house when they weren't home and flooded the whole first floor by turning on all the sinks and bringing in their hose turned on from the backyard. He literally had no reason for doing it. He's actually closest to them than anyone on the street. I have quite a few. A couple of guys who were roommates next door when I was maybe four randomly gave me a hamster. That thing was mean. I fed it to the cat because it bit me. I was four. My mom was also the neighborhood mom. We lived in a poor area so many kids would come to our house and eat. One girl came to our house and would always eat. Her name was Rosie. I am sure she had been severely abused and neglected she ended up killing her mom. She lived a few houses down. She always lied and was very mean. I was around five or six when she would come up. She was around seven or eight. She was a teen when she ended up killing her mom. Another lady who lived next door with her husband and two little girls. Apparently any time the girls got sent over the parents were going apeshit on each other. The mom was mentally ill. She ended up shooting herself in the foot and claimed the husband did it. He had just happened to make it there as the cops come in, and he had a receipt from an auto parts store THR same time she called the cops. I legit didn't like this lady. She ended up killing herself a few years after they divorced. He got the girls in THR divorce. We had a guy that lived next to us they would always come over and try crap with my mom. She was single at this point and she may be small, but she can handle herself. This guy was always drunk. He had that mega creeper vibe. He would knock all hours of the night to try to get in. She kept me around if he managed to get in I was 12. 
but I was 150 pounds and taller than him. I was more intimidating than her, but she would have totally messed this guy up while I would have just called the cops. Guy across the street was in his 30s, but he was attracted to just turned 18 girls. He did get physical with a local ice cream truck guy for trying lure a 16-year-old handicapped girl in his truck, so he wasn't all bad. He did like to make a bunch of sexually inappropriate jokes in front of my sis and I. He married some 18-year-old chick and then they got into a fight and she threw old chili in his Camaro and left after two weeks. He was weird and definitely bordering on pedo. A girl that lived next door was mentally handicapped and my dad was good friends with her dad. She would come outside at noon and just start ranting to the air about anything and everything going a mile a minute. If she wasn't ranting she was yelling at made-up people about made-up situations. It was like a soap opera via radio. You could barely understand her. She was probably in her 20s. She would just walk in a circle and yell. Her dad was always working and her mom was probably mentally ill too. I never saw much of her. She never got angry with anyone around. She never yelled in the house, just outside in the driveway walking in a circle. It was weird the first couple of days then you got used to it. I still see her dad from time to time. I always say hey and give him a hug. I was 14 when we moved into our new home. Neighbor lived next door with his wife and four kids. He was creepy as F and extremely flirtatious with me. Even when I was a minor at the time I never thought too much about it. Just overall felt weird around him and would keep any encounters with him pretty brief. Fast forward to my late teens, early 20s, I went over there to pick up something can't remember what it was. He was home alone, I obviously didn't know he was alone, or I wouldn't have gone, he full on exposed himself to me and began jacking off as he jacked off. He told me he'd watch me through the fence and even told me the color of my nipples WTF. He said he'd look through the fence after I'd get out of the shower and he's watched me change in my room. Must have been 16 at the time he said he was watching me. I was shocked I couldn't talk, I literally bolted out of his house and never told anyone about the encounter. I had a neighbor who was in high school when I was in elementary school. His dad was a registered S offender so my parents told us to stay away from his family. I remember something was off about the kid though. The high school got out before the elementary so he would get home around 3 and I would around 4. One day I came home and went to the basement to play Barbies or something and heard the TV was on. This kid had broken into my house and was playing Xbox when nobody was home. I have no idea how he even knew where it was, he had never stepped foot in our house. I honestly don't even know how he got in the house. All the doors were locked and the garage was closed. Growing up, my neighbor had this creepy obsession with my dog. One Christmas we heard her freaking out outside, and when we went to go check on her let her in, we found our neighbor leaning over our fence and our dog in a sweater. He said it was her Christmas gift and didn't think she would hate it. Another year we went camping and left my grandmother in charge of our dog. When my grandma stopped by our house to check on our dog, she couldn't find her. We were close to home when she called us so she started searching the neighborhood before we got there. When we got home the first thing my dad did was ask the neighbor if he saw her get out. 
What was my neighbor's response? He thought our dog was lonely while we were camping so he decided to take her from our yard and put her in his yard. Thankfully he stopped all this after we got the police involved. Not so much a neighbor. He lives nearby though. I don't know what's wrong with him except his has Tourette's. Apologies constantly for it. He hadn't even said anything random or twitched and apologized twice to me. But that's not what makes him creepy. He comes up to anyone and everyone, shouting across the street and at himself in the middle of the road. Stands outside his little house and waits for someone to pass. Usually in welly boots, shorts, and a t-shirt filled with holes and messy hair. He weirded me out because usually I sit at the bus stop and I might have the odd person ask when the next is due or how long have I been there. But him, no no. How old are you? Do you like my socks? They're semen socks. Do you have any socks? Can I come to your house and borrow them? Where do you live? I like you. How old are you? Can I kiss you? He had been speaking to me for about five minutes. He didn't even know my name and I'd say he's about twice my age. Avoided that stop for months. Saw him again the other day. I haven't seen you around lately. I'm sorry. You're quite shy. What happened? Nice day today. Where are you going? Do you still like me? I've got Tourette's. Also heard he has stared at a pregnant woman on the bus, asked her how the baby got in her belly, and then waited to get off the bus at the same stop as her and follow her home, though my nan went with her and he eventually left. Did the same to someone who lived across the road from me and police came and took him away. I do wonder what's wrong, maybe autism or something.